You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. So sometimes I just find the inspiration for what I'm going to write about by just perusing the timeline. And I thought I thought people went insane after that Steelers game. It's like, yeah, there were issues. They should have helped Browning more. There were other issues. But the funniest one to me is just the lack of identity thing. The Bengals probably have the most well-defined identity in the league where if you close your eyes and you're like, the Bengals are going against somebody this week. Okay, how are they going to come out? Like, play one. We know. <laughs> 11 personnel, shotgun, spread from sideline to sideline, and <laughs> they're probably going to throw the ball more than they run it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's They're a pass-heavy, spread-and-shred type team. Okay, like, that that's their identity, unless I'm missing what identity means. But I saw – I even threw out the feeler this time where I asked, like, what do you want to see from the Bengals' offense next year to help it? And so many people went into the idea of, like, they need to lean into the run game, the run game. Well, why are you paying a quarterback $275 million if you're going to treat him like he's Jared Goff? If you're going to treat him like he's one of these quarterbacks that, well, you know, that quarterback's all right, and if we build the right system around him, he'll do well. No. To me, Burrow is the system. That's the thing. Burrow is the scheme. He's the system. He likes being in shotgun. He likes being spread. The His least, his least effective – way to play is under center play action and that stuff. And to credit to him and the coaching staff, they were able to find some competency, some high level play from that this year as a changeup, which is what it should be. So I just went into the identity team, the scheme of the team. Cause they're, I, I think what they're doing is what any coach should do with this team and then how they could improve it for next year too, because as much as that is defending the coaching staff of like they shouldn't they shouldn't be trying to get under center run the ball and all that other stuff at least with Burrow and really they have personnel deficiencies to even do that with Browning the biggest issue I see for what is happening right now is every single team is going to load the box against them and they're built to face two high light boxes when that extra safety comes down. If you want to run the ball, well, maybe we go heavy. 
the Bengals can't go heavy. They have Drew Sample, and that is the only non-offensive lineman that is a plus blocker. Everybody else that they throw in there, wide receiver or tight end, they're a negative. I don't even think a neutral. They're a negative. Like these guys can't even stay in front of their opponent. They're, they're speed bumps for the most part. And when that safety's not in there, you can block up the front six with six. But when the safety comes down, now they have seven for your six. So now how are you going to get that extra guy? And they can't. They That's why it was so bad. Well, one of the reasons it was so bad against the Steelers was they just kept bringing that guy down and somebody would mess up. Um, but further than that, anyway, so the identity spread and shred, they do all that. But I think we really have to look at how they look at tight ends, though. That's one, that's one of my main thoughts yeah. from watching the past couple of weeks. They, you know, I just talked about Drew Sample's only plus blocker among them. They have some competent receiving, at least somewhat from uh, Hudson. And well, theoretically, that was what they were looking at with Irv. But why do they value that over the competent blocking? Because they have receivers. At least they did. I mean, I guess we're in the unknown territory with T and Boyd. But there's one football. Reportedly, they're interested in Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta. But what does that really add? Like yeah. it adds a little bit and I can see the, Oh, imagine them scoring touchdowns and catching the ball. But what about adding a different body? What about adding a guy that can block? What about adding a guy? I want to find somebody that's competent at both because I think sample while an improved receiver, I'd still like better from a starting tight end. And maybe you could find that in free agency. Maybe they roll that way. Again, you go sign Hunter Henry or Austin Hooper to a one-year deal and try to piece together another rental or maybe Noah Fant's out there. I don't even know how Noah Fant is as a blocker. I thought he was okay coming out, but I didn't even really watch him. I just listen to people. But find somebody. And if you could find the Goldilocks tight end that is a great blocker and a great receiver, that would be just yes. perfect for what they are trying, what they should be trying to do and change on offense. Um, and maybe that's Brock Bowers. Maybe that's maybe they get a pick that's able to get there. I haven't watched him, so I don't know how he is as a as a blocker, but he is a heck of a receiver. Um but yeah, I don't know. I go all into it. You could read it. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to talk about because it's a long piece. But if you're wondering, what is the identity of the Bengals offense? Because I, that came into question online on social media. If you're wondering, is that the right fit? And if you're wondering how they can change and improve it, and you probably already have opinions on all this, but I would implore you to read it and read my arguments for why it is the right system, what the system is, and then see what I would tweak and change. I feel like it's trying to be constructive of how things could work rather than just destructive, which felt like the main way people were trying to say anything on social media and whatever else was just like, they should all be fired. And that's not really constructive because what are the odds that Taylor gets fired? He's not going to. Zero, right? Like zero percent. There'd have to be something off the field come out that would cause that. And then it's probably like, Lou or Brian getting promoted and filling that role with whoever else. It's not like they're going to make like, oh man, you know what? Joe Brady. That's a guy. I'm over it already. I'm over the Joe Brady. Joe Brady's coming in as the head coach. Hugh Jackson's coming coming back as the offensive coordinator. And they're going to hire Andrew Whitworth as the run game coordinator and offensive line coach. All friends of the show. Uh, that That is just a joke about how none of them probably even want those jobs. 
Well, just kind of the whole, because I'm hearing, yeah, Joe Brady, look what you could have had. Here's my hot take. I think the Buffalo Bills were fine. Honestly, I think they're the best. Six I didn't think I didn't think that like Brady's offense did anything there because it was Josh Allen. Co- the 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 Bengals fans complained so much about the Burrow ball and like ah he's just playing hero ball. Burrow throws ninety three percent of his passes from the pocket and an, an average time to throw under two point four seconds. That's in the structure of the offense for the most part. He could create out of structure. We remember all the plays. He's yeah. awesome at it. But Josh Allen in that game, I swear. A bunch of those – the one drive, they were able to run the ball the whole way down the field. But every other drive, it felt so much like failed play, failed play, third down and eight plus. Josh just went and made something happen. He did. And it wasn't in the structure of the offense. It was rolling out and scrambling or rolling out and finding a guy deep down the field or whatever else. It, it it felt so much like, yeah, Joe Brady's getting credit, I guess, for this right now. But it doesn't feel like – I watched that game and came away thinking like, man, the Bengals really missed something with Joe Brady. I also think that if Joe Brady was hired, I'm not sure what the people are thinking. It would probably be the same system. It would probably be the same same idea, at least maybe different names for things, whatever else. I don't think they would bring some sweeping change to this offense. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, you know what helped Joe Brady? Joe Burrow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I you know, know what helps any coach? Great quarterback. <laughs> Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow. You know helps Brian Kelly and Joe Burrow. Um, but no, I, 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 you know, right now Zach Taylor will be the head coach next year, and I really don't have a problem with it. Um, offensive coordinator to be determined because I don't know if Brian Callahan will get a, a job somewhere else. I think he's back. I don't think they're you, you don't think he'll job. get a, any any interviews or anything like that. I guess he might get interviews. I guess if he does really, really well in the interviews, like yeah. I think he has better chance of getting an interview than Lou does this offseason. But I, I'm assuming they both come back. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Callen is back. And honestly, that's no problem for me. Uh, Dan Pitcher, they obviously gave a raise last offseason. If Brian Callahan leaves, I could see Dan Pitcher just getting the promotion to OC. And then uh, for Lou, I still expect him to come back next year. And then if there's any change for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I hate even talking about this because there's six more games to go, um, it could be Frank Pollock. And I'm not even saying this is Frank Pollock's fault. I could just see them. I think it. people complain about the wrong things with Frank is my thought. Yeah. He doesn't Same. get talent to work with. So the whole development things like I, it just kind of washes over me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if he failed to develop Penny Sewell, I would be very upset. He hasn't gotten that level of talent. He's gotten trash from the GM to develop for the most part. That's true. Um, like day three picks, like nobody else is mad that their offensive line coach isn't developing all these day three picks. It's like those guys aren't crazy talented. Um, it'd be like, could you be mad at the wide receiver coach because he couldn't develop some? I can't even think of Cody Core. Like, 
<laughs> those type of guys like uh, Josh Malone. It's like, well, he couldn't develop Josh Malone and Cody Core. That's not a good wide receiver coach. Look at what that guy's doing. It's like, well, come on, guys. Day, day three picks. Do you ever remember when um, it'd be training camp? I probably can find some old tweets of mine uh, where it was Josh Malone is winning wasn't training a, camp. Yeah, wasn't he a, a training camp star? Mm-hmm. 